You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. Time now to get our film picks for this week with our film reviewer, Francesca Rudkin. Kilda. Good morning. Okay, two different films to listen to this morning. Let's start off with a listen to Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. You still don't remember a thing. I don't remember any of it. I only remember the interpreter. Why he wants his job? I need the money. Don't disappoint. Turn out to be a pain in the ass. No, not me, sir. Money isn't the reason he wants his job. It's Alabama killed his son. You're out of your bounds, Ahmed. You're here to translate. Actually, I'm here to interpret. John, you have tellers approaching. So this is set during the war in Afghanistan. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Very important to point out, Francesca, that this is not The Covenant. This is Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. And only a hunch, but I'm guessing this film might have been directed by... Guy Ritchie? <laughs> and so that you are not confused, I believe that is why he has put his name in the title of the film, because it's normally something you'd expect from, you know, we, we don't mind Kubrick or Fellini or Herzog putting their names in the titles of their film, but it was a little bit, it felt a little pretentious, but I do believe it was <laughs> because they needed to name this film something. And ah, the okay. had already gone. And yeah, the right, gone okay. And already gone. Oh. Ritchie's name in the front, and it's a little pretentious, but that's mm. okay, we'll forgive him for that. Now, Ritchie is known for fast-paced, handheld, laddish crime flicks filled with sort of, you know, cockney accents, and this is quite different. This is a very earnest action thriller from him. It is a sombre war film. Um, we, we, we normally expect his films to have a nice comedic edge. Uh, and this film is, is, isn't like that. Uh, it follows an American sergeant, John, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. He is a... Um, uh, he is saved when his unit is ambushed by their Afghani interpreter. Uh, and the two become kind of the most wanted men in this area. And... Um, Ahmed saves John. John gets to leave the country, but of course is sort of tormented, is haunted by his obligation, which is to get Ahmed, to help Ahmed, to get him to leave Afghanistan. Yeah. Because, um, of course, his life, he's he's like the most wanted man. And that was deal. Essentially, you'd get a visa. So this isn't based on one true story. A lot of research has gone into it. A lot of stories kind of come together. These are fictional creations, but obviously there is a very political and social message here. Um, you know, they sort of talk about the fact that since 2001, 300 Afghan interpreters have been killed and thousands more are still waiting for their visas. I think Jack Dylan Hall is very good in this film. It's what you, you know, he he's very good at these intense roles. Um, this is really a film about brotherhood. It really is just a two-hander between him and Dustin, who plays Ahmed, and they're both very good together. Uh, it's also got a nice thrilling edge to it. It kind of keeps you on the edge of their seat. I, I, I'm quite impressed with what Guy Ritchie's pulled out here. It, it, it unfolds in a very predictable manner, but it is a very solid, well-crafted film, I think, which has got a little bit of heart to it. Uh, okay. Our very own Anthony Starr stars in it as well and just reminds us that he can pretty much you know, hold his own on the screen with anyone and everyone these days. So great to see him oh, in action as well. Nice. Okay, that's Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. Next up, let's have a listen to Extraction 2. Tyler, you were clinically dead nine months ago. But you survived. You fought your way back. You just have to find out why. And any film 
that has a protagonist who's a commando named Tyler Rake <laughs> is no doubt a, a cerebral watch. <laughs> so maybe a little less research went into this film, but we've got another action thriller here for you. Hey, this is from Anthony and Joe Russo, who are yeah. um, filmmakers responsible for Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, and they did Grey Man with um, Ryan Gosling, which was also hugely successful on Netflix. This film is unfolding on Netflix as well. It's directed by Sam Hargraves, who did the first film. He is a he was a in Hollywood and it shows because even though this film is rather ridiculous and it's just filled with over-the-top action scenes and things and it's all a bit predictable and we know how it's going to work out I have to admit the craft here is quite impressive so our tough guy mercenary with a kind heart Tyler Rake is back played by Chris Hemsworth for round two we thought he was kind of dead at the end of the first film. The Did we? Film. Did we? We, we, thought, <laughs> we thought maybe. There's no way he could survive that, but you know. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of this, there's this quick montage to show us his, how he did miraculously survive. Anyway, he gets a call. His ex-wife's sister uh, and her kids need help being rescued from a Georgian prison where they are uh, her husband is a Georgian mob boss and he's been um, put in prison and he's taken his family with him and he has to go and rescue um, the wife and the kids because they're worried about their lives as you would be. So off we go. Uh, Look, it is what you expect. It is Mm -hmm. filled with lots of really full-on brutal violence and action sequences. Mm-hmm. But here's here's something to think about. If your partner says to you tonight, "Hey, Netflix, this has got Chris Hemsworth and it's full with lots of full on action," and you think, "Well, that's going to be two hours and three minutes of my life. I won't get back." Have it when you watch this film. Just actually stop and watch how they've shot it. There is one twenty-one minute long action scene. It's supposed to be one shot. Now, of course, it's not one shot because it is not possible for the action you're going to see, which is quite full on, and the actors to hit every line and every mark without having to reshoot. But they've but they have shot large parts of it and put it together like one one shot. It is quite incredible what they have done. Instead of kind of going. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, okay, this is all very predictable and ridiculous. Actually stop and watch almost the the way the film has been made. And and some of the stunts are incredible. Um, The action is really good. What they do with the tread, there's one stunt with a tread, treadmill, which is just absolutely hilarious. But but I just just think, actually, this is a film that you... (laughs) <laughs> that's actually worth stopping and, and admiring the craft that has gone on yeah. to put it to put it together. It, it's quite it's created their own cameras to shoot in this way. At times, they're literally one cameraman is throwing the camera to someone else who then runs off and keeps. Shooting. I mean, it's quite it's very clever. So just you know, if it's okay. not your cup of tea, just try and sit back and enjoy you know the marvel of filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, watch. and sometimes yeah. a good popcorn flick's not necessarily a bad thing either. I'm, I'm into that, Francesca. Uh, okay, that's Extraction 2. Francesca's first film was Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.